Welcome back to Higher Special, <laughs> everyone. Or if it's your first time on the show, welcome to the Higher Career Podcast, where we talk about all things career, job market, and what you can do on the job to make your job your dream job, what you can do to leave a job that isn't your dream job or start your entrepreneurial hustle, all the while with a smile on your face. That's what we're all about. Hey, Nikki. Yeah, and I'm glad you did that because it's been so long that I've forgotten the second part of the intro. <laughs> so thanks for giving that, Tom. Um, yeah, we're here to help you in your career and show you some things that, and tips and tricks that we've learned. And also, of course, from our fabulous guests, we're going to get loads of more tips than what we've already done last year. And it's just going to get even more fabulous. And we're all going to have a great 2022. There you go. Oh, my goodness, the I almost intro. forgot to mention that guest speakers, experts galore. Almost every episode is fueled by a guest expert, but maybe this could be a good segue into just looking what in the hell happened in 2021. I mean, we did 33 episodes. We had Nike on the show. We had Lego on the show. We had somebody from that was formerly with the Worldwide Fund for Nature on the show. Who else did we have that made a splash? We had human resources people telling us how to, or telling us, or talking to us about how our resume can be better, um, which is amazing as well. We had quite a bit of saving the world. So we have some impact people on the show. We had people from wildlife um, impact um, companies as well, which was amazing. We had friends from Ireland from the show <laughs> and we have plenty of little specials as well like people that we just you know oh they look great let's just invite them on the show people who have you know young as well young new entrepreneurs which is amazing to see because we love listening to the younger people I know Tom you're much younger than me but still <gasps> even younger than you <laughs> we love that because they give such a fresh vibrant new ideas and you know really take on the world vibes which we love very true. We had um, the person that Nikki is talking about is a young, um, I want to say young, so, but what, she was 23 at the time, I think. Yeah, that is young. And she was in between um, university degrees and she said, I'm going to make a quick coin on the side. So he, she um, figured out how to promote brands and also her own brand on Instagram. So through digital marketing on social. Um, and became very successful with it and then decided to become, at the tender age of 23, a coach for um, mm -hmm. Instagram brand growth. And all that just in between university classes to keep her uh, options open. And she wasn't studying digital marketing at all. So it goes to show that anything is possible and that going off the beaten track can really, really pay off, which I think mm -hmm. is great. 2021 to me was also the year of the book launch. Yes, Aside, you know, true. pandemic, <laughs> but it was the year of the book launch. We had an infinite amount of guests on the show that launched their books. There was Milita Campbell with her Shy Girl series mm -hmm. where she um, explored the ways in which um, people with an introverted um, energy profile can more, make it on the job market and uh, inside of companies. It doesn't mean that you have to be uh, on the back foot all of the time. There are techniques and ways in which you can make your voice heard without... Uh, without letting go of who you are as a person. Um, we had Susan McPherson on the show and her mm -hmm. wonderful book, um, uh, The Art of Connecting, which was genius. So, yeah, it inspired me. Is there a book in the future in 2022? Maybe. Why not? I think we should write a book. <laughs> um, we also had Jackie Hurley, which was um, an, an oh, interesting legend. and personal one for me because I actually feature in her little 
kids book that she created um it's the second one actually she's her second one she launched this year so that or last year that so that was amazing for her and she's just gone on to get some really good gigs I like yesterday I think she mentioned on her show but I think this is really she's a really cool person to follow because her journey has been long and hard and tough and she's really had to work hard and now she's seeing those um amazing things come through you know all that hard work um she's now going to host the six nations rugby which if anyone from ireland england scotland wales france italy <laughs> know about um, she's now going to host that which is one of her yeah i think one of her dreams she she talked about not getting stuck into you know one of her dream job she didn't get which was for the GAA um which is Irish football and Gaelic um and hurling mm. um but she didn't get into that and that actually changed her life because she would have got stuck in that little box of the GAA you know one sport um in Ireland and now she's got rejected from that and she kept going and now she's now you know she's done Olympic games she's now doing the rugby which is much more international so there's lots of things and we're going to talk about that actually in our next episode is learning from your failures and not being afraid of those failures. Um, so we'll do that next podcast, but that's a perfect example of that as well. So many, many cool people we had last year. Which I think this is where we geared the show towards to a little bit as well, because we started last year and we decided to move through branches of different industries because we got fed up with the idea that Everybody who starts in the job market has to go through the same arduous journey of learning about the industry, learning about the company, learning about uh, how to self-promote, how to become a leader, how to go get into a position where they can also share back what they know and their values. So we wanted to help people out. So we went into uh, human resources, corporate, entrepreneurship, marketing. But I think at the end, Nikki, we both realize that the uniting factor that we all have, um, irrespective of the industry where we're in, is that we want to succeed in the places where we are. And it doesn't really matter where it is. Some of the, you know, some of the secrets and some of the professional guidance that we've explored are really applicable to anywhere. It's about how to, you know, learn from failure and build back um, better. It's how to build not only a network, but build connections that can propel mm -hmm. you forward in your career and give you your next opportunities without you even lifting a finger. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's how to deal with insecurity and more than anything, this strange, strange sensation of feeling somehow stuck and feeling bent out of shape in jobs mm -hmm. or manager relationships that just don't feel right and how to reanimate oneself and get out of this, this this feeling of being in a cage. I think those mm -hmm. were themes that we explored quite heavily towards uh, in the latter half of the year. And I have the feeling that that really resonated with um, with ourselves, but also our audience. Absolutely. And I think it's one of the threads that goes through all of the things we talked about. We went into corporate, went into advertising, we went into entrepreneurship, we went into all different manners of work. Um, but that was one of the things that was there all the time, you know, no matter where you are, even in entrepreneurship you may feel stuck as well. Like you may still feel, oh my God, I haven't been able to grow my company. I'm completely stuck. Um, I don't know. I can't go back into corporate, you know, all these things. Um, but it, you can, you know, and how you get unstuck is is something that we spoke about there. And it, it does go across all of the different people we spoke to and all different types of work and, and jobs that they're in. No, fair, fair. I completely agree. And I think, 
2022. I mean, it's already here. I was just saying before we started to record that we're back. We're back, people. We're back. This is the first episode. It's a new year. We've been doing this for almost one year now already. And honestly, wow. it's been such an enriching thing in, you know, in my life and people that have been on the show for, um, that have been listening to the show for some time know that this is a thing of passion um, for me and I think for you as well. I really want to inspire people to take charge of where they mm. are to think about everybody's got something that they care about and I want people to reflect on it and to be cognizant um, about it. And if your career is working for you, if you can do your subsistence payments, if you feel fulfilled, if you're not struggling every single day with just having to get up and do the damn job, Mm. I have the feeling that, you know, people will wake up to this. There's more. There's more. I want to contribute more. I want to change the places where I work. I want the company that I work for to take responsibility for bigger things on a global scale. May they be environmental sustainability. May they be along the diversity, um, equity, and inclusion spectrum. Mm-hmm. I think that's what what we want to inspire in people, and which is why we want to help people to just you know this this fundamental basic thing of you know having to work having to make money unless you want to you know live in a farmstead and be off grid um (laughs) it's something that we all struggle with and we just want people to no longer struggle but see how big of a potential this is to actually effectuate some change and that's how i at the very least try to change um you know companies um by inspiring its workforce Mm -hmm. to to share their values and to do good and to do better for sure. And that's one thing we did look at a bit uh, last year was what you can do inside a company. If you're in a big company is how you can make those changes, be yourself. Um, and even if it's only a few people that you inspire, then that's great. You know, I had that feeling when I came out as being gay was, you know, even if it was one person that I could help to be themselves is is great. And I think you can do the same within a company and then it filters out, you know, mm. definitely does filter out into the rest. Um, and even if your job is not as fulfilling as you think, you can do a lot of other things within the company that can make that and make up for that. You know, you can do your day job and then you can also have your gay job as someone talked no. about. Also, <laughs> <laughs> if you're working in DNI, obviously I'm working in the LGBT group. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My day job and then I've got my my gay job. Yeah, so um, you can do a lot of that sort of stuff as well. But um, there's so many things to look at. And I wanted to point something there. You mentioned a little bit into it, but like it's about yourself as well, right? So, yeah, you know, not looking at, which we did get into a little bit last year was looking at Instagram going, oh my God, these people have amazing lives and all these things, you know, all those inspiring people that say, just do that and just leave your job and it's grand. You'll, you'll find your way and all these things. Um, you also have to, you have to look at yourself, right? So do things for you. Don't do it because you've seen someone else do it. It doesn't always work for you. And actually on Instagram, it doesn't mean that they're all happy. <laughs> let's be honest yeah, um, if someone's posting on Instagram all the time about being happy and doing <laughs> blah 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 um, and life is great it's not always the case and we know that because there's been a lot of dark side of this from Instagram as well and and, and people um, being depressed and, and going as far as uh, as taking their lives you know so people are not always happy when you just look on it on digital you know there's a lot behind that so remember that when you're looking and trying to find inspiration that you also have to make sure you're looking at yourself too, right? <laughs> you're not always just looking outside and seeing how, oh, I wonder how they did that. I'll follow them, right? You've also got to make mm. your own choices. You've got to 
understand your own life you've got to build those blocks yourself it doesn't just happen um so it's a really important point that we kind of spoke about a lot quite a mm. bit last year actually no you're right and it also brings something else to mind because what we quite early on i think in early chats when we thought about what is the show supposed to be um and what do we want people to feel and do once they finish with an episode there's this there's so much wisdom out there that is touted as wisdom and guru speak um, on the yeah. internet about how, you know, find your passion, stick to your, live your truth, you know, all of this mumbo jumbo, but nobody ever talks about how do you actually get to that point? And I think mm -hmm. one of the most unifying questions uh, of, I want to put a caveat of people like you and me that grew up um, with a lot of privilege and opportunity. You mm -hmm. know, we could choose what we wanted to do. We didn't really um, have to do anything, which is a very, you know, we're among the privileged few that could. Um, but amongst those with choice, there's always this idea of uh, this, this quest for what am I supposed to do? What mm -hmm. am I meant to do? What am I good at? What is my passion? You know, so before any of these questions are answered, it's very hard to implement any of this advice. And certainly if it's touted as super easy, it can almost be quite, you know, it feels quite oppressive. It's like, why is everybody so clear on their passion? And I'm so lost. I think we all are because we all have more than just one, you know, one identity, one way of, you know, being happy and that's the joy of it all i think those are also questions that we've explored quite a bit when people say okay you know live your purpose and um you'll be happy forever it was always our job to ask the questions okay great but what are some exercises that i can go through to even find out uh what are some of the questions i should ask myself how can i experiment in a way that doesn't disrupt my life completely so i feel like for example my job currently is not what I wanted to be somehow I know that something is off but I don't know what else I you know where else I should turn because the future isn't clear to me we mm. explored in quite a few episodes some of the ways that you don't have to give up on your job and you can still start to build pockets of freedom within it and start to explore and experiment and slowly find out what you're actually meant to be doing mm -hmm. and that was a really important piece of what we did last year for me as well yeah, exactly. And understand that privilege too, though, because, you know, you could have the privileges and not do anything with it, right? So yeah. you also have to understand that and actually still work super hard to get to where you want to be. When you have all those choices, you need to understand that you are in that place and that you need to use that time and don't waste it. Um, you need to build something yourself as well. You know, there's lots of people who are very privileged and end up not doing much with their life because, mm. you know, they just float along um and they don't use that they don't understand that and they don't really value it um so there's yeah there's lots of things there that people find themselves in situations like us now we're living in switzerland and it's like i'll never stop thinking about how grateful i am and that choice i made and and how grateful like i said that i had that opportunity but i took it as well right i didn't have to i could have stayed at home and done my whatever i was doing before but i took that opportunity and took used that privilege in a way that help me to grow as a person um so there's lots of yeah there's lots of different things that we spoke about last year on that and making sure that you understand that and you know you take the opportunities when they come right? true i'm sorry i'm starting to snicker slightly <laughs> <laughs> it's almost the spider-man quote with great power great responsibility but yeah, it's it very does. true and it's the other thing is we talk a big game here and we're both people that um, have the ambition to leave the world a better place than we mm -hmm. 
than we found it. But that also comes at a cost. It's exhausting. Um, it, it just it takes resources to. It's quite hard. Just it's the human psyche to, you know, maintain a level of care for something that is not within your immediate vicinity. It's just we're not mm. supposed to do that. We're supposed to care about the group that lives in our cave with us, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, so which is why it's, you can see very shocking news. Um, on the television and it makes you sad but it doesn't really deeply disrupt you versus when somebody cuts their finger next to you it's a big drama and you feel much more adrenaline coming from that so mm-hmm. it's just how our brains are wired and i also want to acknowledge that that is just not for everyone and that's also perfectly fine not everybody has to be you know has to be i would wish that people within their um within their power within their comfort space be advocates for whatever you can um but it's also not something that makes somebody a bad person if it's just if it's just not for them. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I think everybody can be inspired and do what they can within their space, and then slowly grow and learn and realize that they're more powerful than maybe they thought they were. For sure. And on that point, what did I send you today? Something a video about? Um, I think it was an American senator or something. She was talking about the education system. Mm. And that's just a brilliant segue you've just brought in there because <laughs> I <welcome>. sent you that. <laughs> I knew you knew what you were doing, right? Um, but yeah, she was talking about, and we'll put it, I guess we could share it on Instagram, probably probably the best place to share it. Yeah, we put it was, also, we put it down in, the, by the way, our Instagram is Go Higher Podcast, yes, uh, which true. was one of the original names that we had considered for the show and we built the Instagram profile. Now we're the Higher Career Podcast, but if you change your name on Instagram, all of your links are broken <laughs> and nobody can find your profile. So we're stuck <laughs> with it. The link is down in the description box as are our, um, so other social media handles and uh, the link to our Facebook and Instagram groups, um, uh, LinkedIn groups. So that just is a quick mini promo. Off you go, Nico. Good work. I forgot. I just say Instagram thinking everyone knows where it is. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> don't you all our million followers? Um, well, yeah, so she was talking about, and this is something that I've talked about before because I was a tra- I am a trained Montessori teacher. And for me, Montessori is such a great way to learn because the children teach themselves and want to know and learn in different ways. And it's not, you know, uniform. They can go and choose what they want to learn. And it's their, their, their journey. It's not us pushing it on them. And she was talking about exactly the same thing. She was like the education system, like kids come into school thinking, yes, I can't wait. I really want to learn. You know how children are. They want to learn. They want to know everything. And then they go into school. Maybe, maybe primary school is okay, but then they get to secondary school and it's like, right sit down shut up and listen to the teacher (laughs) and Mm. there's only one answer and there's only one person or two people who are going to get the top marks in this class and there's only one way to do things and there's only one way that you're going to go you're going to go to university then you're going to go to a corporate world or you're going to go there or you're going to be the doctor or you're going to do this and that's it and that's how we end up as humans becoming like that rather than being these amazing vessels of amazingness coming, you know, <laughs> vessels of amazingness of, of wanting to learn and, and you know I'm being like this because um not everyone will know but I am about to have a baby in like three and a half weeks so for baby. me it's like there's a child coming into our world and I know they're going to be like inquisitive and they're going to want to learn and I just I know I was the same when I went to school because I I wasn't the person to sit down and read a book and 
not always listen to the teacher, which any teachers who had me will understand, will remember. Um, I always wanted to be outside. I wanted to be learning different things. And I got stuck and I didn't do that well in school, right? Because it just wasn't me to sit down and then to write an exam and sit down and basically just spit out what you've read in a book, which I was mm. not good at because I didn't remember it all. Um, I would have been much better, you know, maybe learning things in a different way and then you know, even giving it back in a different way, like a project or, you know, those sort of things I was so much better at. Um, but we're just, that's it. We're conditioned to do that. And then we go into the world of work and it's the same. And then you don't, you know, the company, you don't ask questions. You're just like, oh, my boss said I have to do that. So I do that. Um, you don't ask anything. You don't ask for um, a raise. You don't ask for, <laughs> you know, promotion, all these things because you, you're waiting for it to come from, high above Mm. instead of like being more inquisitive bringing your your um, entrepreneurship into a company or bringing your ideas and and not everyone there's so many people that just can't do that because they've been conditioned a a certain way yeah i mean it's even it's even worse i mean one if anybody wants nikki is to raise their children (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry she's not currently on the market um But the, it's a vicious cycle as well, right? Because so many people, companies tout this all the time these days. They say, you know, bring this entrepreneurial spirit, this intrapreneurial spirit, yeah. and you will fly and be magical. But it's, you know, not the people that come out of school and it's not a, it's not blame or shame at all. We're all molded this way. We're all, you know, through this grading system and through also working in isolation, learning for ourselves. There's some group projects, but for the most part, you study for your own exams. Mm-hmm. Um, and the grade is what gives us the evaluation of our efforts rather than the enhanced knowledge that we've acquired. And that's a mindset that as employees, we obviously have, but also we come into companies where the management and people that are, you know, grading us, they've received a very similar education. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, you know, it's quite easy to say, can bring this entrepreneurial spirit, but there's nobody on the other end of the line appreciating. <laughs> so, you know, but this is how things take time because, you know, now a generation is growing up that has a, that is, has a, you know, very open mindset that thinks about gender identity, that thinks about the planet, and they first have to start to raise their children mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to break out of the cycle. So things just take time. But I think all of us can, you know, stem our own little, uh, our own little weight and just remind people that, you know, maybe it's time to rethink, maybe it's time to introspect a little bit about who we are and what we do. Yes, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> a big long breath, but it was a long, I know it was a long conversation for me too. But the thing is, like you said, it's at home as well. So we also we can't just blame the school system, which is not great, but we also can do stuff at home, right? If your parents out there, you can we can we can change the way our children think at home. And then of course, mm. of course, school can be just the where you learn certain things, but then at home is where you can really open your mind and be a bit different um, going forward. So we can do things and not just blame the system, but at the same time, that probably needs to change as well because companies are actually changing too. You know, they, you know, some companies we know are changing their whole system of, of um, end of year um, reviews and things like that, you know, becoming a bit more, open to that it's not as Hmm. strict just by what what your project was and how well it did it's more about how you work together you know all these different things which is great to see because that's that's how life should be you know but again it's back to the system where it's always been like you said 
you're studying for yourself and to get your grade and you don't really care about the rest of your class <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you but uh there's a german saying that i can't even remember but it basically <laughs> means uh step by step catches yes. the worm it's like i think it's a bird metaphor i don't know any <laughs> we are in 2022 <laughs> out with the old in with the new i'm yes. feeling i'm feeling I'm feeling hopeful for this year. I must honestly say I'm not quite sure what it is, but currently the sun is shining and I just think good stuff's <laughs> going to go down, even given the context, the global um, civil unrest uh, versus against with governments. It's just the winds of change are upon us and mm-hmm. I'm quite happy to contribute to that with our, with our show. So what we decided to do, gentlemen <laughs> and gentlewomen, gentle people, gentle person, um, is every month we're going to rotate through a different theme, much like we had planned last year. But we're going mm-hmm. to have some months that are a bit more mindset oriented. So February, for example, is all in the um, in the in the name of failure, because we all feel like we're failing all the time. But maybe there's a way to change the way in which we look at failure, not mm-hmm. as a thing that happened to us, but as part of a process of growing. How can you turn failure into even a success or a business. We have a very interesting story coming up um, in late Feb. We will have some months that last year we called the month of skill because I think this is quite important. We're going to have experts on the show that are going to talk to us about what do you do when you've just started a new job and you're there, you're bereaved of orientation, but you also want to get ahead because you're ambitious. What are some of the steps? So think about the first 90 days, this infamous book. We're going to go into that um, direction a little bit as well. And obviously continue to do our little special episodes that were supposed to be only 20 minutes long. We're already at 25. (laughs) We're very interesting. It's just, you know, Nikki and myself um, reflecting (laughs) about how we perceive the world and Mm -hmm. how we think we can all make a contribution and an impact. So we are very excited to have you all on board. Share out the show um, with friends, family, loved ones that you think could benefit from it. We would love to see it grow. And become a magic and powerful empire. For sure. And I think this part about failure is going to be really important, especially the start of the year, because so many people don't even try because they're afraid of the failure. They're afraid of what their family will say. They're afraid of what their friends will say. Mm. They're afraid of what they'll think of themselves if they fail. I had this so much in sport. Um, People drop out because I don't know if I want to put in all that effort and if we don't make it to Olympic Games then you know I'm going to really sad or you know stuff like that you know it's the same in 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 going into a job or applying for a job you're afraid of being rejected as Mm. well so failure and rejection something really want to get into because honestly it's scary but it builds you and it changes you and it might be sad at the time but you forget about it after a little bit and you go move on to the next thing and then you realize when you get to somewhere and a great point in your life that all those small little failures they don't have to be that many they can be big ones they can be small ones or only one Mm. you end up where you are because of those things and I think that's something that we really want to dig into and it's as I said scary but it's a necessity if you want to grow and develop yourself as a person so in the name of making ourselves free of preconceived <laughs> notions about who is supposed to be just this one thing in order to be successful, Nikki Simmons, do you want to do it? Do you want to say it? <laughs> let's go get it. Let's go get <laughs> yes, it. Yes, yeah, let's baby. go get it. <laughs> <laughs>